Welcome to War Room, the official podcast of the U.S. Army War College Online Journal, graciously supported by the Army War College Foundation. Please join the conversation at warroom.armywarcollege.edu. We hope you enjoy the program. You can subscribe to A Better Peace, the War Room podcast, at iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite download service, and never miss the great content we offer. Welcome to A Better Peace, the War Room podcast. I'm Ron Granary, professor of history in the Department of National Security and Strategy at the U.S. Army War College and podcast editor for The War Room. It's a pleasure to have you join us. Since 1978, the International Fellows Program at the Army War College has welcomed over 1,750 international fellows from more than 120 allied countries to participate in the educational life of the college. International fellows are full participants in seminars and bring a variety of experiences to enrich the conversations there. Recently, the War College has also launched the International Fellows Continuing Education Program, IFSEP, which aims to maintain and deepen connections between IF alumni and the War College. This past September, IFSEP hosted a group of alumni at a conference in Mexico City, the first in what is planned to be a series of such meetings. Our guests today include Colonel Brian Foster, the Director of the International Fellows Office at the War College, Colonel Jeff McDougall, Director of the Defense Planners Course in the Department of Distance Education, and Brigadier General Juan Carlos Correa of the Colombian Army, who is currently serving as Director J-79, Exercises and Coalition Affairs at United States Southern Command. General Correa was also an IF uh, at the War College in the class of 2016. Uh, and a participant in the Mexico City Conference, organized through the efforts of Colonels McDougall and Foster. They're all here to help us better understand the IF program, the spirit behind IFSEP, and the War College's ongoing efforts to build international connections among students and alumni. Welcome, gentlemen, to A Better Peace. Thank you. So, Brian, I want to turn to you first. What does the War College hope to accomplish by including IFs in the, uh, the academic programs? Uh, thank you, Ron, uh, for that question. Uh, first and foremost, we want to gain their perspective uh, from regional and their expertise. Many of these officers have come from working already at very senior levels in their governments. And when they uh, leave this program, they go on 70% to become general officers, and many become heads of their military, heads of their army, and, so, and in some cases, heads of their government. So we really want to take advantage of their expertise and deepen our relationships and connections with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, how, what about the role played by IF alumni, broadly speaking? The, the, the role by alumni themselves, we often see them come back to the War College uh, to visit us. They help us uh, stay connected uh, with their militaries, with their governments, and also sometimes amongst international fellows uh, themselves. And they help establish relationships between our nations, between our institutions, whether it's between armies, uh, war colleges, or just individual uh, relationships. Right. And General Correa, if I could turn to you, uh, what was your experience like as, a, uh, as an international fellow, as a student at the War College? Well, thank you for the question. It's, it's an excellent experience because, uh, first of all, uh, as you mentioned, we come from all countries, from half different experiences and educations. And we, we come here to War College and talk with the other international students and the American students. We finish understanding that the, the environment where we live, the region where we have, we face rich, uh, similar challenges. Mm-hmm. So understanding those challenges, understanding how we can approach them, how every country, even the U.S. or every country from the international 
uh, international students, how they approach those problems, help us to understand better. Mm -hmm. uh, we learn more about the strategy, about how to see a holistic way, holistic approach to all these situations. But I think one of the key elements, and I always talk with the graduating you know, students from this world college or any school, I told them the key thing is relationships. Mm -hmm. When we build those relationships, those are bridges that help us to go throughout all the situations we face in our careers as military. We all have, will be leaders at a certain level, to a certain level. And those relationships will help us to understand and communicate to each other better. And that really, I think, is one of the most uh, efficient outputs of being here and studying in War College. I'm curious, when you were uh, given the assignment to come to the War College, uh, did, did you have contact with anyone, any senior officers in Colombia who told you what to expect uh, at, at Carlisle or, uh, or, or had given you some idea about what it would be like here? Yeah, usually it's, a, it's, it's, like, a, it's like a chain. Uh -huh. It's a connection. So uh -huh. when they told you, okay, you're going to War College, the first thing you go, you do is talk to former War College graduates mm -hmm. from your country. Mm -hmm. So they told you how it is, be prepared for doing this. And some things, a session thing that some people maybe don't think about it, but for example, where to live, mm -hmm. where your kids will go to school, right. how will be the relationship with the other countries, with the U.S., how tough it is to study. And of course, learn something about the SRP and other <laughs> school challenges. So, so that's good and we keep that connection. And even after we go back, we shared the experience that we had mm -hmm. and prepared the next person coming here to work college. Interesting. And that's and, and talking about the chain, Jeff, I wanted to bring you in here to talk about the um, the development of the of IFSEP and the idea of, of its connection to alumni activity with uh, IFs. Yeah, so uh, the work colleges have identified for the last three or four years that there's that we have a, a need to try to, to reconnect with all of our alumni, and a large part of that being the the, uh, the international fellows um, that have, have graduated through here. Um, along with that, then uh, recently the State Department came out and said, uh, you know, they provide some funds to allow us to to do some of that and uh, and uh, to ask us for proposals on how we might um, engage alumni. Uh, and, and work through that. So prim primarily, we set up a course that would allow us uh, to one get with our alumni um, and reintroduce them to um, either new topics um, and concepts that have, have emerged, or um, refamiliarize them with one old ones of the past that we we, we feel are fairly important. Mm -hmm. um, and then the secondary piece of the of the whole program was to really get back at those relationships and uh, and and build and meet people from the same tribe, per mm -hmm. se, of, of, the, of the Army War College. Um, and so that's, that's really um, where this emerged from and, um, and put the, the thoughts in our head on sure. how this might move forward. And, and the decision to have the first uh, IFSEP uh, uh, on-site to be in Mexico City uh, and to have officers from the Americas, was that a, a happy accident or a conscious decision? Some of it was a happy accident. Mm -hmm. um, the, the other piece of it, I mean, conceptually, uh, when I put together the curriculum for the course, I said, uh, you know, what we need to try to do is build on the foundations that they had here from the War College. Uh, I'd, I'd like to take some time to allow them to read the material mm -hmm. um, and do some uh, uh, asynchronous correspondence through a blog, mm -hmm. per se, and discuss some oh. of the topics that we'd like to to work on and then use all that as background that then we, we could come together um, in a in a symposium um, actually in, in Mexico City. And so that way you were able to draw on your experience at the in the distance learning program here at the War College. Right. So it's, it's, it really becomes a, a true, truly blended um, mm -hmm. curriculum that, that moved us forward. 
Brian? And, and Ron, that was an excellent uh, question about why Mexico City yeah. and how did that happen. And, and part of that was uh, some of the relationships that we've established in the, in the G9 office uh, with some of the folks that were in Mexico that could make that happen with alumni from Mexico that wanted to host it. And also having a U.S. Army uh, War College graduate mm-hmm. uh, that is the defense attache in Mexico ah. City. So using U.S. Uh, alumni connections as well to bring those uh, together. And, and for you, General Correa, were you already at Southcom when you uh, when you participated in in the uh, in, in the program in the fall? And how long have you been with uh, in your position at Southcom? Yes, I was already in Southcom. I have been there for a year already. Mm-hmm. And and all that you mentioned about about being in Southcom, when I went to work college, I never thought that I was coming for a U.S. director position. Mm-hmm. So my focus was like learning or seeing what sharing experiences I have to apply in my country. Right. And it, it, it was a good learning, but I was selected to come here to the United States again to be the J79 director, that's director of exercises mm-hmm. and coalition affairs for Southcom. And the truth, work college, that preparation really helped me to come in this position because I understand how it works, how mm-hmm. the system works. Not perfectly, of course, because sometimes it's a little complex, especially when you're talking about budget and being, and being part or director of the exercises where you have to manage a lot of budgets for exercises, for human assistance projects and all of that. It's, it's complex a little bit, but, but the work college helped me with, with that stage. Now, when the program came, the AFSEP program came, and I went to Mexico to meet other partners or alumni, alumni from, from work college, it helped me in two, two ways. In my position, I have to work together a lot with all partner nations in the region. Mm-hmm. So all, all exercises are not U.S. exercises, are regional exercises. So I have to be coordinating with other countries for projects, for exercises. So telling them what had been my experience and listen from them, how do they see our exercises, our South exercises? How do they see our approach for the problems that are in the region? It really gave me an opportunity to be updated in mm-hmm. how they see it versus how we see it and make it even better. So it was very, very helpful. And beside that, it helped me to link with another class because usually you, you maintain contact with your class, mm-hmm. your 2016 work college class, and you maintain email contact and all of that. But you never really talk with 2017 or 2015 because they're, they were not in your class. But the opportunity of knowing people from other classes really broadened that a uh, relationship, uh, let's say network. Mm-hmm. To help me in the career, which is which is an important aspect, I guess, of of IFSEP in general, right? Is to create cross class connections between. Right. between yeah, it's it's a great opportunity where we can get folks from a region um, to sit down and discuss those regional issues um, using the intellectual framework that was developed here at the War College. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all have this common understanding of you know at least through the U.S. eyes of how strategy. Um, is put together and, and applied, um, what that does is it allows us to move to the next level and have conversations in, in that space um, amongst um, not just your classmates or, or your previous classmates, alumni, but right. you know, all the folks who have been here. I was, I was curious, General, um, as, uh, is the position of director of J79 at Southcom generally held by an, by an allied officer or are you are or is it unusual to have a Colombian general in that position? Actually actually Southcom is the only combatant command that mm-hmm. has a international officer as director. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm the second one. The first one one General Juan Pablo Forero who also was in the IFSEP program. He mm-hmm. was also here. Ah. So he was also a work college graduate. 
And uh, I'm the second one. I, so okay. it's just the second opportunity that we have that position. Oh, so. interesting. And he also he also was from Colombia as well, right? Exactly, yeah. Uh -huh. Only Colombia, War, uh, War College graduated. Uh -huh. Both went to the ISEP program. So it shows the relationship and the importance of that program. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very interesting. Well, and um, uh, Brian, I'll turn to you first on this because um, when we think about what IFSEP has, uh, has done or, or aims to do, uh, in what ways does the, does the current uh, IF office here at, at Carlisle, um, is it working to build on or expand on the IFSEP program? Yeah, well, we, uh, we work with the combatant commands. We go to these things called uh, SCETWEGS, mm -hmm. uh, Security Co Cooperation, Education, and Training Working Groups. <laughs> uh, military loves acronyms, but... <laughs> They, ha they happen now around the, uh, around the spring, and mm -hmm. we go and we interact uh, with the combatant commands. We tell them about this program, and, uh, and we have, luckily we're, we get some uh, money and some support from the State Department for these programs. So we put in proposals to the State Department for funding, and then we try and uh, select a couple of combatant commands a year, and we try and find a location uh, where we think uh, we have a good nexus of, of uh, alumni, important alumni that can host something, and then we send out invitations uh, through the combatant command, through the country desk, mm -hmm. to make sure that we can get the right people uh, at our conferences. Mm -hmm. And so right now we're shooting for doing about uh, two a year uh, mm -hmm. if our budget holds and the interest remains, which I think it will, uh, based on the success of this inaugural program. Do we already here at the War College have programs to bring alumni back to Carlisle? Or is that a... It, it, uh, or is that a uh, voluntary sort of thing when people come I, Normally, it, it, it seems to be voluntary, and it seems, uh, based on what I see, we get at least maybe one or two a month uh, because of the, the key location of Carlisle mm -hmm. between New York City and Washington, D.C. Somebody may be up at the U.N. Uh, conducting business or down in D.C., and they want to come back and they want to see Carlisle. They want to see uh, some of their seminar mates that are maybe teaching here. They want to see some of their instructors. Uh, and Oftentimes, too, we, we have the International Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when somebody is uh, inducted, we just had one recently where we inducted uh, a Norwegian into the Hall of Fame. Some of his classmates uh, came back. We have different people that are even a defense attache. Uh, um, oncoming defense attache is a War College graduate. So um, right now it's, it's a little bit uh, ad hoc, but this is helping us to solidify those. Right. Um, and I guess I could say we do have one other program uh, that we are actually going to host in March with U.S. Army Africa. And this happens about every three years where we bring us and U.S. Army Africa, we bring alumni back from the Africa region mm -hmm. for a three or four day conference that we host over at AHEC. And we uh, go up. This part doesn't have much of a distance program to it, but we have a lot of speakers and panelists and we get more thoughts from the region, and we re-engage that way uh, with them as well. That, but that's specifically an Africa region. That is program. an Africa uh, initiative. Um, going back to the idea of the distance learning, I am curious, Jeff, what yeah. kind of homework did the participants in IFSEP have before they came to Mexico City? What did you make them read? Well, so, uh, you know, the participants, the alumni will tell you there was too much, right, obviously. But, they are, um, they are required but, but they are, as students to say there was too much. It was required as students to say too much. <laughs> but but uh, honestly, you know, this this was a pilot program, and, and we, we, we probably, uh, you know, after talking to them uh, at that symposium, mm -hmm. um, we laid on probably a little bit more 
work than we probably needed to. And we're going to, we're going to look at that in the mm-hmm. future to, per, to improve the program. But, mm-hmm. uh, what we did is we created uh, coursework and, uh, we laid out, we hope to, to utilize about five hours of a week for four weeks, okay. um, to, to, to let them read, um, uh, you know, 10 to, to 50 pages yeah. of articles mm-hmm. that were pertinent to, to a number of topics that we were going to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, they were reading this while they were all in their various command positions doing their jobs. That's correct. So I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking at you, General Correa, because I'm wondering how much how much free time does the director of coalition operations or, or, and and uh, exercises have to to do his homework for a program like this? Well, initially, well, let's say like if you don't say that it was too much, you were not a student. So <laughs> usually, you say it's too exactly much. Exactly right. That's the first thing. And that's of course up front. Yeah, no, I mean there's not uh, a lot of free time, but but I think the challenge as military officer we always talk, take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. So we try to do our best. I know mm-hmm. the time is very constrained, but you look for opportunities to read it. And and I'm glad because when you saw the 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 posts that uh, did it on online, you can see that people actually were reading all, all doing the readings, mm-hmm. giving good insights. And it was very helpful because mm-hmm. I think that if we go to the IC program without those readings, you begin like from zero. Yeah. But by doing those readings and preparing for that class, it really helped us to shape what we were looking for and, and be prepared for the, for the achieving the objectives. And you were together in Mexico City for a week? Or? It, was, it was a week of, of classes. A week of classes. We, yeah, we okay. arrived on the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, worked for four days um, through the four different topics mm-hmm. that we, uh, mm-hmm. areas of topics that we decided to. Uh, to discuss, and then uh, Friday we, we ended with a cultural uh, um, opportunity to go see the temples mm-hmm. um, in Mexico City, mm-hmm. um, and we had graduation oh, um, wow. with the ambassador from the War College speaking mm-hmm. speaking to the class. General Corey, I I am curious when you when you came to uh, the War College, so you were already a, a lieutenant colonel, I imagine, or a colonel. Uh, where, um, had you been to the United States much before you came to study in the United States? Well, yeah, I have had the opportunity <laughs> to be here in the United States uh, through my career. And actually, I, when I was talking to somebody about it, I said, the goodness is seeing the different levels of education. Uh-huh. So I came from tactical education, like being in ranger school and right. being a ranger instructor and some other combat courses. And later on, go to Leavenworth mm-hmm. to be in CJC and, and SAMS. Uh-huh. They are very uh, good courses, uh, like operational level. And then come here to work college, uh, giving me the strategic level. It's very... It's an excellent way to see the education progress itself mm-hmm. in different levels mm-hmm. of the education. So if you do it in Colombia and you do it here, you get, I think, a better understanding of the situation and, and, and the context, not only in your country and the region, but actually worldwide. That mm-hmm. is key because today, you know, everything is connected in all domains. So you have to understand the whole world in order to understand the region and then you're able to understand what things are moving in your country. Indeed, indeed. And Brian, I want to ask you this related to the idea of, of our international fellows at the War College. Uh, we were talking the other day about uh, the the degree of experience in the, in the United States or the degree of experience in uh, uh, educational experiences in English, for that matter. What kind of preparation and selection process oh, does uh, the IF office go through? Yeah, th- uh, thank you for that question. I mean, it's a, it's a very long process. It's about a two-year process. Mm-hmm. And the, the first uh, thing that starts is a country has to say, I want to come. Mm-hmm. They say, I want to come. That filters up through the country team, through the combatant command, up to the joint staff, back down through Army channels, invitations go out. And then we start, uh, almost two years in advance, we start getting people ready to come. And so right now, 
uh, once people are, are, are vetted, identified, they have a certain level of English, the, one of the first things that happens right now for next year's class, we have about a dozen students that are at the Defense Language Institute in, um, in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing basic English skills to get to the certain skill level where they can do graduate studies in the War College. Then we have a group that comes for what's called an academic uh, preparation course in April. It's a 10-week course. About half of our students, 40 of the 80, come here, and they get intensive uh, reading, writing, listening, and speaking classes uh, with, with an eye towards a little bit of what the curriculum is like and some of the team building. Then in mid-June, the rest of the 40 show up, and all the family members show up, mm-hmm. probably about 150 to 200 uh, family members. And then we have a six-week program that uh, basically it's called a field studies program where we take the families to uh, Philadelphia, show, show them the Liberty Bell. Uh, we show them uh, where the Constitution uh, was written. Uh, we take them to Washington, D.C. Uh, to see uh, meet uh, congressmen, go through uh, the Pentagon. Uh, there's several things that we do, a lot of things uh, to see some of the Americana, go to a baseball game, show them sort of the good, the bad, the ugly <laughs> of, of the U.S. Field Studies Program. And so then by August... Uh, July, August, when the U.S. students show up, they're sort of fully acculturated and they're ready to go. Gotcha. And so usually in August, you see the U.S. students really stressing and the uh, international students are very relaxed. They've already um, had a very good uh, summer and, and they, they put in the work and, and they're ready to contribute right away. That's that's our goal. Interesting. General Correa, yeah. did you did you bring a, your family with you when you came uh, to the to Carlisle? Yes, I did bring my family, my wife and my son. He was, at that time, he was eight years old. Mm-hmm. So it was an interesting experience. I can imagine. And he went to school in Carlisle? Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he, came, he went to school. He's still thinking about his school. He, he wants to come to Carlisle to visit his old classmates from the school because he remembers very well. I can imagine. That. So it was a very great opportunity. And as you mentioned, the field study, keeping the culture. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's that's key because sometimes we focus on doctrine and, and tactics, techniques, but the culture, I think, is one of the most important aspects to understand a region or a country like here in the United States. And sure, for sure. And so, Jeff, uh, thinking about the, the future for, for IFSEP, for the IF program, uh, what, what comes next, do you think? So the, I think the pilot program taught us a lot. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we showed uh, not just to, uh, to ourselves, but to the State Department, this is a, a worthwhile program. Um, so we are going to continue to uh, submit proposals for funding to get this resource, um, and we think it's important. Um, and we, uh, the plan is that, uh, we would submit, uh, as Brian said, about two, two of those proposals a year. Um, so we would try to, uh, because we did this regionally, mm-hmm. um, uh, to hit the, each region about every two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's kind of where we, we think that the future is with this. Um, and we think that, uh, you know, based upon the changes um, – that we see from the pilot program that we can continue to prove and, and, and we'll get that funded. At least we hope we will. We hope so. Well, and it's yeah. good, a good place to hope, but, uh, but things are, are off and running and it uh, sounds like uh, it was a good start and we're in a, in a good start. Well, I want to thank you, General Correa. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Uh, Colonel Foster. Thank you, Colonel McDougall for, for joining us today for talking about this on a better piece. It's been, uh, it's been great to have you here. And I want to thank all of you for listening to us today and for tuning in. Uh, we hope that you will uh, let us know if you have any comments either on this program or on possible future topics. We're always open to your suggestions. But uh, until next time, uh, from the War Room, I'm Ron Granary. 
And that concludes our program. Thank you for listening. The views expressed in this podcast reflect those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views, policies, or positions of the U.S. Army or the Department of Defense. Let us know what you think. Provide us your feedback, comments, or suggestions through our webpage at warroom.armywarcollege.edu. And have a great day.